everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Christian Heim podcast, where we're living for preventative mental health, love and compassion. Here we are again, and I'm Caroline Heim. And today we're continuing our series taken directly from the monthly live Q&As that Dr. Heim does on the iHealth Radio channel in New York with the super host, Hurricane H. Now, today's episode answers a caller's question about nightmares. Have you ever wondered where they come from and how to stop them? So Dr. Heim looks at what the content of the nightmares are, the feelings they evoke, and where they may originate from. So let's drop in on this conversation. I'm having vivid nightmares and can't seem to know what triggers them. Is there anything that, I can't, that, can, that can be done to prevent these from happening? John. Okay. John, nightmares, real <laughs> problem. Okay. Uh, okay, so it's it's very general, but I will give a general overview of what people can do about nightmares, night terrors, bad dreams, and even bad thoughts that uh, that pervade them uh, during the day. Uh, this is where, and I, I usually don't like doing this, but this is where it helps to sometimes see the brain like a computer, right? Now, the brain is not a computer. Uh, the brain is far more complex than a computer. Uh, it's far more organic and, and whole than that. But when it comes to nightmares, uh, let's talk about it as a computer. So in the computer world, there is this saying, garbage in, garbage out. So in other words, a computer will only spit out what you program into it. So when you're having nightmares, the thing is to look at what you are putting into your brain. And so that basically means what you're talking about with other people, what you're watching as news, what you're looking at as screen entertainment, and basically all the things that go into your brain. Ask yourself if there's something in any of that that might be driving the nightmares, John, right? So what are your nightmares about? Uh, what's the predominant feeling? If it's fear, then is there anything that you are pouring into your brain that is making you fearful? Uh, if it's anger, then is there anything that you're pouring into your brain that is making you angry? And sometimes we would like to think that what we look at for entertainment doesn't affect us. And it probably, it probably is okay in the long run, but if you're getting nightmares, then you would like to do what you can to keep that under control. So for that question, Hurricane, uh, the answer is to look at the inputs, to see what you are putting into your brain, to see if there's anything that you can control. Because the subconscious part of the brain becomes such a huge world that it is very difficult for us to get a grip of what it's capable of, all of our memories, all of our emotions, but all things that we put on into it in a day-to-day -day basis meld together to create this experience that we still don't understand called nightmares. Thank you. So that, that as you were talking, something came out of my mind is, is, is there any, I mean, we all heard this, especially with, when kids, you know, with kids, you know, if you watch a movie or something that's bad before you sleep, you know, you might have nightmares. I mean, is that really a, an actual fact? I mean, we, we've grown up with it as, as almost a scare tactic. <laughs> But, but but it is, you know, it's something that we, I don't know if we experience it, but some people might. But is there really a, a correlation to those, to those things in terms of, like, I know you said garbage in, garbage out, but you watch a, a horror movie or something and it just kind of reflects. Or you see something, I mean, that's bad, an accident or something that can actually generate those, those yeah. uh, I guess, you know, uh, night 
uh, sweats. So, um, yes, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, so basically, uh, when we have a dream or a nightmare, uh, we don't know if it is the brain trying to work something out, feelings that we have had, uh, something that we have experienced in reality, something that we have watched as a movie, or a bad prawn that you had the night before, right? We do not know. However, you end up becoming an expert on yourself. So if, if you're having nightmares and there's a particular series that you're watching that is about, I don't know, you're in the, the head of a psychopathic killer or something, uh, try doing without those series for three or four weeks and see if it makes a difference. That's doing a scientific experiment on yourself and then you can become the, the judge as to what's going on in your own head. Uh, but if you don't give it a go, you won't know. I love that. That's that's great. I mean, that's an easy solution. I mean, you're right. You just have to stop and see what happens, right? I mean, if it, yeah, it's, that's right. <laughs> it's not. It's, it doesn't take much, right? It's just some simple, simple. Uh, what do you call it? You know, uh, process of elimination. I test it out. I remove it in my lab and see what the outcome is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So there has been some uh, evidence on, let's say, if um, if violent movies makes a difference to uh, people's behavior. And first of all, we've got to look at what a movie is. Uh, we know the difference between real life and a movie, and a movie is often designed to try to simulate real life to give close to a real life experience. However, we still know the difference. So what the evidence shows is, let's say, uh, a movie that has very violent themes will make people more violent if they are already violent. Right? But people who are not violent tend not to uh, react aggressively to that. However, depending on how you want to look at that information, that actually that information shows that what we watch does make a difference to our thought processes, to our behaviors and our motiv uh, motivations. The question is not whether it does or not, but how much. How much is too much and how much is acceptable? Uh, so, so, for example, we have uh, plenty of studies showing that excessive uh, computer and screen use is bad for your physical and mental health. And we have no study showing that um, watching a whole lot of movies is good for your mental health. But we will still end up watching movies because the question is not whether it's good or not, how much. And how much is entertainment and how much do we then do to the detriment of ourselves? That's the difficult question, and science doesn't have the answer there. It is amazing. I mean, with all the science we have, and there are still things that we're, we're working on, and I, I know it's just going to be a long journey. Uh, it, it, thank you, by the way, Doctor, for... for oh, that's all right. <laughs> okay, so garbage in, garbage out, huh? Okay, so we think it's not going to affect us, but it does. The images get in and replay through our dreams. So I guess the reverse is true. Watch happy, uplifting things and then you get good dreams. Definitely preferable. Remember, if you like these podcasts, please subscribe, spread the word and recommend them to others. Happy dreams until we see you next time.